Hello everyone, I am Shubha Gankarya and welcome to episode 13 of Dastani Rahi. It is a travel talk where we get to know about amazing places through wonderful stories of various travelers. So our today's guest is a record holder for the fastest person who has traveled to all seven continents in less than 87 hours. She is an UAE resident, IT manager by profession and has been to almost all parts of the world. Today, she's going to talk about her experiences traveling around the world and also about the planning that went behind achieving the Guinness World Record. So guys, without any further delay, let's get on board Dr. Romethi. Hi, Dr. Romethi, how are you? I'm good, Shubha. Thank you for having me and stay delight. Yeah, welcome to Dastai Rahi. It's such a pleasure to have you for the talk. Thank you so much. The pleasure is mine and happy National Sports Day for India. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so to begin with our talk, um, tell me how traveling started for you. Uh, as a matter of fact, traveling started like any other family a very long time ago when my children were little. Uh, we, My husband and I both work, so we wanted to spend quality time with our family, with our kids. And that's when the traveling started, but it didn't become frequent until uh, the announcement of uh, uh, the Expo 2020. So by that time, we already have seen one third of uh, the world and uh, the kids were growing up. So their, um, their uh, curiosity grew with them and their, their choices of places, they had their, the mind of their own. So by that time, uh, we were already, we have already seen one third of the world. And uh, then the announcement of Expo came in 2013. And uh, that's where I got the aha moment where I wanted to uh, go and see the world before the world comes to Dubai. Wow. So the Expo is happening, I think, starting from October, right? Yes, yes. The Expo is starting on the 1st of uh, October 2020. 21 until the 31st of March 2022. It's a, a great, uh, it's, the, it's a world fair, which is considered the, the greatest uh, country show where many of the nations will come to uh, showcase their countries outside their borders. So it's a, a really unique experience and opportunity not to be missed. Wow, and it sounds exciting after the pandemic. It has been a very dull time for all of us. So I'm sure this expo will bring new energies to Dubai and UAE, of course. Yes, of course. Uh, I mean, uh, still, the, you know, the travel restrictions is out there and uh, Dubai is welcoming the world. So our, our tra travel restriction to the country is uh, not as strict, but we have certain rules and regulations. And uh, of course, we're waiting for people to come and uh, join us in the expo. It's a historical moment. It's like traveling the world in one place. So it's under one roof. A one uh, shop stop, as they can, as, as they call it, a one stop shop. So it's really great uh, if people can come and uh, experience this uh, travel, uh, or or you can call it ex experience, where they can, you know, have the entertainment, the different cuisines, the culture, all in one place. 
Wow, sounds really very exciting. Okay, so um, you know, talking about your travels, you have been to almost all parts of the world, which is very amazing. Uh, so you know, talking about that, tell us which place is really close to your heart, uh, specifically in terms of the experiences you had when you were there. Okay, so uh, basically. There are so many beautiful countries out there, places, uh, different geographies, beaches, uh, you know, Seven Wonders, uh, UNESCO World Heritage Sites, places to relax. But for me, what really matters most is where I feel welcomed and where I feel warm. And uh, to me, two places are close to my heart. Uh, one is India. It's like a home outside the home yes. because we have so many Indians here. I have so many Indian friends. So going to India, uh, I feel welcomed and I feel like the place I can adapt to very easily. So this is one of the places that I really like and enjoy. And another place is uh, China because uh, the time I visited China, I was quite surprised. Uh, I didn't expect it to be the way it is. Uh, people there are really uh, hospitable. You know, the East is known for being hospitable. So I, I really like China. It's by, you know, by size, it's almost the size of the United States. So it's, it's really huge, big. You have, uh, you know, uh, it's one of the fourth uh, civilizations, uh, oldest ancient civilizations of the world. So I really like the history. I, I really like the, the people's hard work. And, and that's why I also like China with India. And uh, as I mentioned, places which I love to go to is mainly because of the people, because of their hospita hospitality, because of them being who they are. If I go to the most beautiful place and, and I, I don't feel welcomed, then it wouldn't really resonate as a good memory uh, for me. So people is the number one. They are the asset of every country I visit. Wow, you know, being an Indian, hearing India from you, uh, Lord, like, feels great for me. <laughs> okay, okay. So moving on and talking about the record that you made, like uh, almost going to all the seven continents in less than 87 hours, which, uh, you know, it sounds like so tough and um, I don't know how you did it. So I want to understand what, what kind of preparation went behind in achieving this kind of record and what would you advise someone who would like to follow your footsteps and go ahead for some kind of record like this? Sure. Uh, first and foremost, uh, the number one thing anyone should do when they want to follow my footsteps and break a record is to register in the www.geniesworldrecords.com uh, uh, website. There, as soon as they register, they will get an email uh, confirming the registration. Then they need to choose uh, the record they want to set. So either they choose out of a record, so either they break a record or they come up with a new record. And uh, normally, if they come up with a new record, it takes 12 weeks before Guinea's World Records reply to them, which is uh, almost uh, three months. And, and then, uh, yeah, and then there are like a set of rules and guidelines they need to follow. So this was the first step towards uh, my Guinea's World Record. Uh, actually, my Guinea's World Record, I wanted to do it as, as a cherry on top of the cake because by that time, I was traveling the world. So I have traveled to the 208. In between, I did the record. So in my 
journey around the world. I did the record and I wanted to continue, but the pandemic hit. So uh, I hope that people can break my record or, or bre break new records because uh, it's nice to see people from this part of the world. You always hear about the West breaking records and, and rarely do you hear, you know, adventures from this part. Although I know there are a lot of talented people in India and, uh, you know, in this part of the world, which can do it. So, um, and I wanted to set an example for other women, married women, mothers, uh, employee, uh, you know, employees who work so that they can do it. And I hope people can do it. So basically, after they register for the uh, Guinness World Record, they need to do a lot of planning and budgeting. And so if I speak about my specific record, I had to budget, then, you know, do all, all the visas, then choose the countries and the continents, because to Guinea's world record, it doesn't matter. You do, as long as there, you need to go to every continent. So I'm, I'm the fastest time to travel uh, to the seven continents. So I had to, you know, it doesn't matter to them if it was one country or 10 countries in a continent, as long as I break the record previous to mine. So a lot of things, the distance, knowing the country, to me, basically, because of my previous experience, it helped a lot. So I got to choose which countries I wanted to go to and knowing the airports, the time it will take there. By the time I leave the airport, there are certain rules, regulation I have to follow from Guinness. A lot of things go to it, but I'm sure that anyone who is determined and willing to take this, uh, you know, uh, challenge, for a purpose, because in the end, we all do it, something for a purpose, I'm sure they'll be able to. So this is how it, um, this is my advice to uh, to all the followers and viewers out there, that if they wanted to do it, they can just simply go to the website and, and look up. There are a lot of records other than mine, but they're most welcome to break my record. I can personally break my record, <laughs> but now with the things happening around, I'm not sure. And uh, I, maybe there's one thing note say, uh, you know, that I, I would like to note that even with the rigorous planning I have put in place, my plan changed two hours before my flight due to, uh, you know, uh, you know, the weather conditions, which is one of the, the you know, risks that I have calculated, but didn't expect the change. I, I thought it would be the same schedule, but the next day the schedule changed and I had to improvise right away. So this is in, in a nutshell, um, uh, my experience and my record and how people can uh, you know, um, uh, apply for a record. And I wish them all the best. Wow. I mean, I'm sure uh, people listening to you would be inspired and a lot of female, young girls, women would be inspired to, you know, go for a record like this. And, you know, uh, like it, it gives a lot of inspiration to people that, you know, if if someone can do this, we can also do that. So I'm sure you would be inspiration for so many people. I'm sure they are my inspiration. We're all different in our own ways and we complement each other to make this world a better place. So I'm sure, you know, we all learn from each other. I may, be, I may be good in something and I'm sure they're good in another thing. And it all comes from passion, what they're passionate about. I hope they, they follow their passion and, and make us all proud. Yesterday was Emirati Women's Day. So happy Women's Day to all women around the world. Yeah. 
Absolutely, I think. So, okay, when you actually, uh, you know, did this record, how is the feeling like? I mean, you knew that you, you had broken the record and everything. Then how is that feeling like? Okay, to be honest, like, during the record itself, I was under a lot of pressure, under a lot of stress. But then I kept on telling myself, I need to enjoy it. What's the point? In the end, it's just... It's like a best kept secret between me, Guinea's world record, my husband, my children. We were the only ones who knew about this. So I was like, why am I stressing? I need to be happy. I need to enjoy it. And believe me, along the way, you know, it was this energy, this positiveness that, that I believe made me do it because I was like, even if I don't make it, I will still be happy. It doesn't matter. I'll redo it. And uh, I kept going. And people along the way, when they knew, like, I was doing a Guinness World Record, they were cheering me. And uh, even by the time I set the record, uh, the time I arrived in Sydney, uh, the captain came and everyone, all the, you know, passengers on the plane were happy. And uh, they were taking pictures. And it was a, it was a wonderful moment. Although it was at that time, not you know verified or not um uh i would say um it was it was still i didn't uh, because i had to submit it to the guinness world record for them to to make it official so but i had this happiness within me that okay this is I have done it and this is the beginning it's not the end so they say success is a journey and not a destination so to me this was okay the start of something new and uh, i'm gonna achieve more and more uh, uh, goals and uh, things that will make my country proud my people my region females uh, my kids my husband so this was the feeling uh, behind it and people were happy this is the beautiful part of it people around you were happy they're happy to to come to know someone who was in an adventure and uh, and you know like striving all the way going through hardship you know and because it's not easy trust me if people if it was easy you'll see more of it but it's quite hard in the end i did it i'm happy for it and um, and I'm happy for all the people along the way who, who kept on uh, motivating me. So this, is, this was a nice feeling. And I'm glad I did it. And I don't have to repeat it only with my own will and not by, by you know, feeling defeat. But I'm lucky that I, I made it. Thank God. I felt it from the beginning that I will do it because I like challenge. I'm a person who likes challenges. And uh, eventually I did it. Amazing, amazing. Your sheer determination is, I think, what made you do that. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. So you actually did started from Antarctica and then you ended in Australia, did you? Exactly. So, so every, so I had to go to every uh, country uh, within a continent. So, sorry, I had to go to every continent. And I can go to any country within the continent. So I chose the countries that I would go to. Uh, the the, the, the uh, record before me, they had different set of countries. So, uh, but we need to go to the seven continents. So it doesn't matter if I go to two countries or less. So along the way, uh, so yes, I started in Antarctica, from Antarctica. I went to Africa, the continent, but I have chosen South Africa 
I could have chosen Egypt, I could have chosen Namibia, Zambia, Zimbabwe, whatever. But me knowing the airport, I, I decided that I want to go to South Africa. Besides, I like South Africa, their food is good. And from South Africa, I went back to the Emirates. I wanted to showcase my country. You know, I can't go to any other country in Asia. You know, nevertheless, my country is is uh, something I wanted to to it be part of my record. So I went to, back to my country, but it was part of a record. So it wasn't like I can do anything because it had to be back to back. You can't have a period of um, a blackout. It had you had to have it's all recorded, all. Uh, you know, um, you everything were... everything you do is is being uh, you know registered with Guinness. You can't just you know like so you were like you have to do it all the time recording. Like you were recording all yes, the time yes. traveling. Yes, yeah. So you had to record every uh, every two minutes. And uh, for for the previous record, there were two people. So if they slept, the other person would record. For me, it was quite tough. Uh, I mean, um, luckily, I, I had my, you know, my, I, I have put my lipstick on, but otherwise, I would, I was really tired. Maybe without it, I would look really tired. But uh, I managed uh, to do it, even, you know, like setting the alarms, uh, being uh, structured. This was really important. Uh, and uh, it wasn't easy. So from Dubai uh, or the Emirates, I went to, UK and I could choose any other country and there I almost uh, I was almost denied flying because of the schedules uh, I have a visa waiver so visa waivers are are on a specific date specific time you can't just show up but luckily because I was going to the U.S. and I had a U.S. visa this is an information I didn't know and came to know I was allowed to step out of the airport. So people think also that my records is only on the plane or from airport to airport. They didn't know that I went to a hotel. I actually w went shopping. I mean, like had to buy something. It's part of the Guinness World Records guidelines. Okay. I can't drive. I had to be in a car and with, and even the, the, um, the speed is monitored. So there was a lot of things that went to it it for it to be fair fairly assessed and uh, then from the u.s the u.s my, my destination was supposed to be miami initially but due to the changes in weather from antarctica i changed to new york and it wasn't planned and i didn't even plan to go to colombia so i had to go to colombia uh, instead of going to um, uh, straight from miami to uh, chile so i had to change my route but still, I managed to do it because I, I'm, you know, I'm very used to flying. I'm very used to knowing, you know, the planes, which planes. Normally, we when you when we don't know this information, it can be uh, quite difficult, or when we have a certain preference. But for me, because I've been to so many countries, you know, it would. It, I mean, I gained this experience out of it, which was good. So I managed to. Uh, to travel from uh, New York to Chile, Chile to uh, Australia and set the record. So it was almost one or two countries per, per, uh, per continent. And it can be 10, it can be, but it has to be one. You need to step 
foot on one and, and do certain uh, routine in that country that is requested by Guinea. Yeah. So I, I did it. And I'm, I'm happy that I did it. Uh, and uh, aside from the record, having the 208 countries also is an, an achievement by itself. So people can break a record, but can they also achieve 208 countries? So this is, this is uh, yeah. uh, the question. Right. I think there was, and, there was some confusion with the people that you did 208 countries and the seven continents got together. So would you like to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Shubha, for bringing this up. Uh, actually, as I mentioned, uh, I was traveling the world. So... I have traveled by that time to 208 countries. So it's linear, 208 countries. And before, you know, finishing the 208, I wanted to submit this as a record, but then there were certain rules, regulations that you had to follow that uh, I wasn't aware of. So when I came to know that for achieving a Guinness world record, you need to do it, I did it in between. So I did, you know, the 208 countries, the Guinness world record and planning to go forward. So it's a journey. It's a world, a, you know, a traveling the world journey, but in the middle of it, there was a, a record. People thought that in the three days I achieved uh, 208 countries. It can't be practically. It can't be. I don't have uh, a magic lamp to do that or a genie to take me around the world but uh, I did it and I did it it was linear so I traveled the world and then did the record and wanted to continue traveling the world so in my journey I also did a record so that was the news announced uh, by Guinness and people misunderstood it because they don't know the whole picture right yeah right. they thought that in three days yeah, I've been to 208 countries, but if they know about the record, yeah, yeah, please go ahead. Yeah, if they know about the record, then they would have understood it because my record is fastest time traveling to the seven continents and not every country of the world. So I know these, these, these uh, I mean, with Guinness, it's a little bit specific and people need to search the specificality. They will find that uh, seven continents people can travel to a country or more. So it's up to them. But uh, yeah, so I, I hope this is cleared out. I did, if people are interested to know, the 208 countries in 11 years. So it, it uh, start, I started counting uh, before the announcement of Expo. Uh, the reason I started counting from that specific time is because I visited some countries which are now in uncivil rest that I can't visit again. So I counted them at that time. And it was from 2008 till 2019. And then I did my record and then was planning to travel further. But during the record, there was the, the break of the pandemic, which really got me even worried uh, at that time. But luckily I came back home safe and I managed to, uh, to achieve my record. And the pandemic is still out there. So, uh, yeah. 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 So in, in like you, you have already been to like almost all of the world. So now what, what kind of purpose are you looking for in terms of travel? Okay. So uh, basically at the beginning, as I mentioned, it was more of a family travel and then, you know, discovering places and uh, history. 
But later on, I mean, as I was doing it, uh, I felt that there was um, a bigger notion that I want to achieve, especially visiting and seeing people around the world and me liking people. They are living in uh, conditions that really require help and aid. I was thinking that I hope that with achieving this record, I can be eligible if, if I go for any organization that supports uh, you know, people not in, uh, like um, NGOs, um, uh, that I would be eligible to travel to these countries. They wouldn't say, oh no, it's quite dangerous. I'll tell them, I have been to these places, please let me go. So uh, yeah, these are, these are, this is one of the things that I plan to do, uh, becoming a hope maker. So uh, a hope maker is, you know, bringing hope to people. Uh, sometimes I believe bringing hope does not really necessarily mean monetary. You can help them with food. You can help them with, uh, you know, shelter. You can help them with uh, teaching them. You can help them by just making them happy. And uh, this is what I hope to achieve out of it. So when I was traveling the world, I was thinking that I want to see the whole world, look at the people, decide where to go. And, and I have something in my mind, like uh, especially places in Africa, which uh, I hope that one day uh, we'll be able to help the people were nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this is, a, this is like a far dream. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a really a hopeful thing because uh, being a hope maker is all what we can do. Um, and that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, so Dr. Rometi, this brings us to the end of our talk and it was lovely speaking to you, knowing about the kind of experiences you had and of course about the record, what, what went so much inside getting that record. So of course, this was lovely speaking and thank you so much for coming on Dastai Rahi. It was completely my pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really glad that to be on your talk show and I hope that people can learn from this experience and, and uh, beat me one day, really. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you everyone for joining and watching and uh, listening to the stories. Thank you. Bye-bye.